Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the discovery of self has put a show away. With a thousand plus archive shows and new shows coming to you every Tuesday, we bring you illuminating people from around the globe. Visit our store for their services and books and enjoy the show. Hi everybody and welcome to For the Love of Music. My name is Nathan Aswell and I am based in White Rock, BC, Canada. That's about 40 minutes south of Vancouver. And uh, this uh, show is available on Self-Discovery Radio, and it's a, a weekly show, and my mission for the show is to celebrate performers who consciously seek to inspire and heal through their music. And boy, have I got an incredible guest and an incredible show for you today. Let me just read a little bit about my guest, Suzanne Sundancer. Suzanne Sundancer is a Nordic ritual artist and singer-songwriter living in Denmark. So our show officially becomes international today. All through her childhood and adult life, she has been creating art, performing, and singing. She played her first acting role at the age of six. At the age of ten, she became a part of a child circus and experienced being in a studio recording their own music. At fifteen, she learned the guitar. At twenty, she became a singer in a Danish band. At 27, she got her art shown at censured exhibitions and different galleries, but something was missing. There was an emptiness inside, and she did not know how to fill that. In 2009, she became a mother, and music and art got a whole new meaning to her. Her pregnancy opened the connection to the lineage of women giving birth before her. The transformation she experienced through her body, heart, and mind was exciting. Nature had always been, meant a lot to her, but now she felt that it had revealed deeper layer. And so we will be talking about all those things and what has happened to her since her pregnancy because there's a lot of lovely things but I would much rather have Suzanne speak to them, uh, speak about them to you in real time. So without further ado, let me officially welcome Suzanne Sundancer. Suzanne, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank You're very you. welcome. And before we go any further, I would like to uh, give thanks to Sandra Lamb. Sandra is someone who connected Suzanne and I. Uh, very lovingly and very persistently, I might add, uh, on several occasions, she said, you must speak to Suzanne, and uh, I, I'm very glad that I did. I'm very glad that I took the time to find her. We connected on Facebook, and here we are. So, again, welcome, Suzanne, and thank you, Sandra. So, Suzanne, um, as I was saying in, in a chat that we had a few days ago, um, what I really enjoy about this show is discovering people who are sharing themselves through the gift of music and... Uh, something more than that. I mean, and not to dissuade or, or dismiss any people who choose music as their path, but what I'm particularly excited about is sharing people who um, are taking their self-expression to a whole new level. And the more I learn about you and read about you and hear about you, the more uh, excited about I am about all the ways that you share who you are. So, um, as you said in our conversation the other day, becoming uh, a mother was really the turning point for you. Or something really deep happened to you. So why don't we start there? Why don't we talk about mm. what happened when you became a mother? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just so happy that I became a mother because mm. it was not something that was planned. Mm. So here I was. I was actually living in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought I was going to pursue this artist dream and going to the art academy. I've been applying actually for several years. So I thought it was it was my path. And as you just wrote, I, I've tried every kind of artistic expression and, and loved it. But... 
there was something missing. Mm-hmm. And then I became a mother and, and the pregnancy and the transformation of my body, it kind of, uh, it really got me deep into life. Like, what is life? What is the creation of life? And so I was walking these long roads out in, in nature and I was just seeing nature in another light. It was It was feeling so deeply touching to me and and I was just feeling to how every woman that have been giving birth maybe have had these experiences of of, of walking like in a line of women, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to explain it because it's just so magical and um and I knew I was looking for something because all the years with these artistic expressions a lot of my paintings and drawings was actually expressing this emptiness. Mm. And a lot of them were giving like titles like, uh, please come and fill up, uh, fill me up or like, uh, please explain. It was kind of prayers in that way mm. for, for something to show me what was missing. And, and there I was with this big belly and this child growing in, inside me. And, um, and then I, as I, I wrote to you, I, uh, I, by coincidence, came across this lady, this Danish uh, teacher that was doing workshops in shamanism. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was spellbound. You can say I was so intrigued by her words and her wisdom and her, that feeling of being so rooted. She was just so amazing. And so I went to her workshops and there I got to, to learn a, a bit about the traditional tools that shamans use. They use their voice, they use drumming, they use rituals, they use sacred objects, and, and also a little bit uh, artistic expressions, but it was mostly this body and sound. Mm-hmm. And so we went on different travels, and I really, I really felt like I was coming home. Now, let's mention her name because you haven't mentioned her name yet. Yes, yeah, sorry. Her it's name okay. is Annette, Annette Hust, uh, and she's the founder, co-founder of, uh, of this place called uh, Scandinavian Center of Shamanic Studies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she co-founded it with another man in the late 80s, I think. So she has a lot of years of experience with this path, but especially she's... She knows a lot about Nordic shamanism, and it was very exciting because to me, shamanism was something about the in- Native Indians mm-hmm. or Native Americans, right? So mm-hmm. it was very exciting, yeah. So let me ask you about that as a North American. Tell me, I mean, I'm certainly aware, and certainly not to the extent that you are, but I certainly have a perception of shamanism and kind of what that looks like. Is there is there something that would give the Nordic uh aspect of that a different flavor from what I as a North American would know about shamanism. Mm. Something about your part of the world, the geography, your culture, the culture of the native population where you are? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm not like a specialist on the Native Americans, but what I sense is that by reading her book, um, Annette's book about Nordic shamanism, then I got to feel, because she describes the Nordic landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the big stones and the little lakes and, and the trees in a way that I can feel that nature that I'm growing, like I'm growing up in. Mm-hmm. And I feel related to that. Um, and she talks about the sagas, you know, like the, the old stories about 
the Norse gods and, and back to the Viking Age also, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just see how the history kind of reveals uh, so many layers underneath mm-hmm. uh, my existence. And, and one thing that I really was um, inspired by was, I don't know if this is an English word, cider, mm-hmm. or something like, Side or something. It's called sight in Danish, and it's a way of traveling to other worlds, but by singing, wow. not by drumming, but by singing. There was this woman called a vulva, and she was kind of going around in the small villages, and she was this wise woman coming, and then the people in the village could come to her for advice, and she would either herself sing or have a choir of singers that would kind of carry her on the song back to, to uh, not back maybe, but into these other worlds. Uh, and there she could get like answers for them. And so, so wow, so, to, to experience that song could be like this traveling tool. That was mm-hmm. really amazing. And have you experienced this firsthand? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did on the workshops. We, we were singing together and it was my teacher who traveled for another guy to help him um, with some healing. But we, all the women in, and men in the group were sitting in a shape of a boat. Mm-hmm. So we were actually singing them on their way all the, all the journey and back again. It was very amazing. Yeah. Wow. And um, did you hear later what happened to the person who was the recipient of the healing? Yeah, yeah, I won't go into details, okay. but he, he missed something in his life and she mm-hmm. gave it back to him by this journey that she, she um, talked with the, the spirit helpers, his spirit helpers, and, mm-hmm. and brought back wisdom to him. So. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> what, what happened then? <laughs> well, then I was like, wow, um, I just felt like, a deeper part of me had had opened mm-hmm. and it was like I was the songs began to just pop up mm-hmm. you know in my life um as you also mentioned I've been playing guitar but but I didn't feel like really a guitar player I was more like a singer right. but I have my guitar and it is a tool and I can play something that at least can you know have that a base of a song mm-hmm. and and I can compose on it mm-hmm. and um I was beginning to ex- experiment and experience different ways of making my own rituals to connect with with me, my my soul, you know, and and all these questions, you know, what am I here to do, and what is my mission, and and so actually, I remember very clearly one day I was sitting on my the table here in the kitchen where I'm actually sitting now, mm-hmm. and on the on the wall behind me here, there's I painted a big tree. And on the tree, I put hearts. Uh, they were cut out of red paper, and I pasted those hearts on the tree. And on every heart, I wrote what I wanted to focus on. Hmm. So I think I had around 21 hearts wow. uh, with, with those uh, keywords. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, what if I was singing those words every day, like a morning ritual? Mm. What would that feel like? And so I did. And, and that was kind of the opening to how to use the guitar and my voice to, to align with my, my visions. Mm. Wow, beautiful. And did, have you recorded those? 
Uh, yeah, I, I did share them with um, because I began with my own company around there too, like within those years, and so I shared that tool with my with my listeners. Mm-hmm. But I um, I don't have it online now. <laughs> no, no, that, I'm just I just hope that they were recorded somewhere. Yeah, I played it for them. Like mm-hmm. I made a video and played it for oh, them and told them about the tool mm-hmm. so that they can try it themselves. So what's the name of your company? Tell us about your company. Yeah, well, this is the, it began to, with a Danish company called Kraftkvinnen, and it, mm-hmm. it means the woman of power. Mm-hmm. And, and I got that name out of like a shaman's walk I did. Um, so the first couple of years were I was focusing on a Danish audience and making workshops and making um helping people return to their creative self mm-hmm. um for instance i i had a 10 week process with a, a woman who had been singing all her life and and she actually had a story that was similar to mine and she wanted to be a professional singer but then something happened right mm-hmm. <laughs> and then life happened and she something happened and she just ended up going in another direction, but she really missed that part of her, that singing part of her. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know really how to return. So I helped her return back to, to a kind of a singing that came from inside instead of learning a song and performing it like perfectly, like uh, in a musical. That was, mm-hmm. that was her, what she wanted at that time. And then, um, uh, yeah, I used my my nature tools and my little rituals um, to help her into that state of being where you can actually allow the soul to sing through you. Mm-hmm. So, um, am I right in saying that initially you were working more one on one with people, or was it always a mix of one on one in groups, or one on one that came out of the groups, or just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it, it was a mix. It was um, someone. I began working with one-on-ones because I wanted that deep connection and I wanted to meet them in person. And I knew that it's a very vulnerable thing Mm -hmm. to be in and the transformation, you really need to be, feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so part of it was like sending them inspirational um, content. And then we were meeting sometimes in between Mm -hmm. and, and we, and the final thing was, kind of an initiation or like a ritual in nature where they were, I followed them in nature and then we found this power spot that they really loved to be in. And then I kind of left them there to nature and asked them to, to create from their soul there, right there in that moment. And I left them and I, and after some time they, 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 uh, kind of called me back and said now they were ready to share what happened and it was just it was so so beautiful to see them explain and see them in the eyes how they were what that that when you are alone in nature mm-hmm. you, you really get to listen right mm-hmm. both to who you really are but also to the the thing that is greater than you mm-hmm. and and then they explained that to me, and then I asked them if it would be okay to share with me and just be there with them and kind of birthing that expression. Um, and it was very, very beautiful to see them, how they kind of, uh, they released something. Um, wow. Yeah. 
Wonderful. And uh, when you were talking about um, taking them to a place which was powerful for them, was this predetermined? Did they say, did they tell you somewhere that they uh, would like to go, or did you just kind of go to a place that you knew would open them up or help to open them up? Who, who made that decision, or was mm-hmm. it mutual, or whatever? It was very important for me that it was a place that they liked and that was in within reach from their home. Right. So I was I was actually going home to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I wanted it to be like an anchor point somewhere it was easy to get access mm-hmm. to and, mm-hmm. and they could return for, for nourishment. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. wow. what is, um, um, what's the climate like in Denmark? I imagine it's, like, it's a lot like Canada. You have all four seasons, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. with a longer winter. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, they're actually pretty much the same length or four seasons. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so would you, um, the reason why I'm asking is I'm wondering if you would limit these experiences to uh, different seasons just so that it would be easier to get outside or would you just say, okay, we're going to do it in the middle of winter. This this feels like the right time mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah. No, I did it, I did it in spring, <laughs> spring yeah. and summer. Okay. But but uh, I think you're, it's, it's great that you say because it, it inspires me to say, why not? You know, mm-hmm. because some people would prefer, you know, to meet that rawness or that coldness. So, yeah. so why not? Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. definitely had amazing experiences in all four seasons too. So. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> and then what happened? <laughs> well, um, yeah, well, then what happened? Um, well, the, the, some years after, I, I wanted to reach out to my, my friends in different places, like mm-hmm. different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't mention in my bio was that um, the past two years, I was a student of Laura Hollick, and she's a soul art shaman living in Canada. And she had this amazing program called new icon program and i i was in there for two years and i got a lot of um, contacts with people and i really learned how to you know express myself in english in a better way and be more aware of of my gifts and and so i got the courage to turn like outwards to the world and 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 see if i could make um a safe place for women like me <laughs> to share uh, their path. And mm-hmm. um, what I discovered the first year was that my essence, like who I truly was, was something of a wise woman. That was kind of the closest thing I could call, I could get like uh, to describe who I am. It could be like a wild child or a wild woman. It's difficult, you know, to describe one word. Who are you and what are you kind of a... Uh, of a thing, (laughs) but, but, but it resonated deeply with me. And so I I just called women in to, to this Facebook group and, and, and it turned out there's a lot of women feeling like wild women out there, you know, who Mm -hmm. likes to walk their own path and who believes that there is something greater than them, but they are not like, um, they're not following a special religion. They're really open to what, and especially nature teaches them that that is what we often have in common, and a lot of rituals, a lot of creative expressions, and so I've, I've really felt that I found home, and and all these women too, they were very uh, grateful to to have a space to talk with each other, and so I just began to offer them online rituals um, to get to know each other and support each other. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about that. What, what were the online rituals? 
Yeah, well, that could be different things. It could be yeah. like depending on the season and what inspired me. Um, so we had, for instance, one uh, light circle ritual where I asked everyone who wanted to participate if we could help each other hold each other's wis- uh, visions so they could ride me and then I could like uh, ride out like everyone's vision like a, like a speech. Mm-hmm. And then on a certain day, in a certain time, every woman would like, light a candle for each woman in that circle and reading out loud the vision of that woman. Mm. Um, and it's very, it sounds very, very simple, but it's very powerful mm-hmm. to sit, even though it's at your own house. And, but you, you sit there and you know right now in this time, there is a woman in Australia and in Canada and Finland and all around sitting in their home, lighting a candle for me, speaking out my vision and I'm speaking hers. And so, yeah, that's, that's just one example of how that could be. And it was very beautiful to experience. And they were also very grateful to be part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that this is ongoing, that you continue to do this. I do it. But then last year I, I wanted to see if I could kind of gather my wisdom into some, larger programs mm-hmm. um, instead of a lot of small rituals. Mm-hmm. So last year I offered two different programs and the one was called the Ritual Artist Program. So mm-hmm. there I, I kind of collected everything that I knew um, and began that journey in March last mm-hmm. year. It was an eight-month journey. Mm-hmm. And um, then in the summer I began something called Sundancer and it's still an ongoing thing and we end uh, when it's summer again, so mm-hmm. and so, what's the difference between ritual, the ritual artist program, and Sun Dancer? Just so that people can learn more about each one. Yeah, sure. Uh, the ritual artist program is based upon the the knowledge of chakras, and mm-hmm. it's something that I've been working with for several years, but in a in a special way. Um, if you read a lot about chakras, um, I. What I have experienced is a lot about medita- meditating and just tuning in in that way. But for me, I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted to experience how they were inside me, not like in general, but mm-hmm. how were my chakras and, and could I talk to them? Could I, mm-hmm. could I get to know them, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I began to journey inside these different chakras and where they're located and I found out that I could actually, just like a shaman, like a drum journey or like a visualization, mm-hmm. I could enter my body and actually sense this part of me as a figure, as a person, as a personality. Um, and I could get to know different parts of me and what they liked, uh, what they had trouble with. You know, I could, I could get it's like a friendship, you know, where you say, so what can I do for you today, my dear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I built that program upon eight chakras um, because I included foot chakra along with the seven well-known chakras. And, um, mm-hmm. and so for every month we were, I was guiding the women uh, to to get to know their own chakras and to work with them and to create rituals to celebrate them and so on. So that was a a chakra ritual journey. <laughs> and I'm assuming that singing is is was always one of the tools that you would share or talk about. Yeah, I would love to. I never demanded anyone to to do something in particular, but of mm-hmm. course, for me, it felt natural to use my voice and. 
and and I experience that the different energies they are very different in expression too. That my voice is very different if I'm speaking from my heart or from my solar plexus. Right. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I have to ask you about the foot chakra. I've never heard anyone talk about that. <laughs> no. no. And, um, well, again, you know, I prefer, and that's been whole my life, you know, I prefer to learning by doing, mm-hmm. uh, right? So I just felt that there was some something missing after kind of communicating with the, the original or the well-known seven chakras. Right. I was, I was, I was missing kind of, uh, hmm. for me, the foot chakra is the one, the messenger, the one who always asks me why. Hmm. Say, why are you doing this? <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, so her, the things that she told us or guided us to do was to make a speech saying, like stating, who are you? Why are you here on this path? What is it that you want? And then we made a portal in nature and we made like, so now we're entering this journey. She's kind of that messenger that always goes first. Hmm. You know, she loves to walk out, you know, like, here I am, like a letter carrier, right? Mm -hmm. Going with a message. Mm -hmm. That is how I see her at least. Um, So I always begin with her, Hmm. like, yeah, the why. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you begin the? Um, have, how many times have you done the ritual artist program? One. Once. Okay. So, and yeah. has, has that first cycle been completed yet? Yeah, we ended. We the last month was was in October mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. So, so I'm right now. I'm right now. I'm in the process of finding out if what if the shape, like the practical stuff, mm-hmm. uh, should be the same or should do it in another way. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't bore you with any details, but it's like just like the website and stuff like that. How should it be? Right. Um, yeah. So I can't. I don't have any date for when it will be again. Right. Um, but you are committed to doing Sundancer again, which which begins in July. The next one will begin in July. Yeah, we are beginning slowly. I will call people in already in in May and June because I like to to start with. A lot of dancing, of course, Sundancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so last year I made like a free event of, of kind of like a dance celebration or dance challenge to just get the women like up from the chairs and out into nature and dance in nature. Mm-hmm. So, so there will be some, some, some free things going on like before mm-hmm. to just get people all juiced up <laughs> about right. it. And then, uh, and then the beginning is around solstice, actually. Right. Yeah. And, and again, this is not—it's uh, not confined to people who live in your area. This will be an online program. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's so beautiful that we can connect with yeah people from all over. Okay, so let's let's. This would be a good time to get people connected to your website, which is sacred-songs.com. S a c r e d hyphen s o n g s dot com. So, yeah, let's get people. Let's get <laughs> let's get lots of women. Flocking to your site. <laughs> Thank you. And, and then once enough women get to your site, they'll turn to they'll turn to you and they'll say, "Suzanne, you know, 
this is great, but we really need to do something for the men too. Yes, but actually I've already seen that in a vision, that uh-huh. I need to do something for the men too. So, you know, yeah, yeah, Excellent. yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are just joining us, we, uh, we I, Nathan Aswell, based in uh, Vancouver, Canada, I'm uh, having a lot of fun and uh, experiencing great joy speaking to Suzanne Sundancer, who is um, an extraordinary healer musician, shaman, based in Denmark. What a treat to speak to somebody on the other side of the pond, as we say. Um, so, Suzanne, what else? We have, let's, let's speak a little bit about your trio. Let's, tell, let's yeah. tell people about that identity of you. Yeah. So the songs grew, as I told you about. I was sitting there in my, on my table, and I was playing songs to the tree. And it was all about kind of getting home in my body and feeling connected with the divine and and it was so it was basically a tool for me and then slowly I began to kind of share it with with my little tribe here in Denmark but it was still I just shared it within the circles of people who were open to the spiritual world right Mm -hmm. Uh, and my partner Mark um, he's not a spiritual being in that way at all, but he's a great musician and we have played in bands before and I really, really wanted him to play with me on these songs, but I felt like uh, a little vulnerable because it was kind of from this soft spot from within me, right? These mm-hmm. songs came. Um, but eventually I got the courage to invite him in and he he said, yeah, sure, let, let us play with the songs. And... Um, so we began to experiment with the songs that was coming through me, and then he's also a guitar player. So he played like he, what his soul told him, like more like um, it became something new. But still, I felt that they were the songs were really true to the original ones. But of course, they were like a, a baby of both of us. Right. Um, and so we just began to play with that, and then we asked uh, a f- another friend of ours. Uh, his name is Henrik, and so now we formed a trio in in late 2015, um, playing mainly the songs that was coming through me. But slowly, also Mark came with some tunes that I put some lyrics to, so it became like um, yeah, a, a thing in between our, our, the three of us. Mm-hmm. And what does Henrik play? Henrik is also a guitar player, okay. but mm-hmm. uh, actually he can also play the sitar because oh. he's been to India. Um, so that that's a treat too. And actually my boyfriend is also a drummer, so we have a lot to play with if okay. we want to. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe, I mean, I, I there are some links here that we'll make sure that people have um, SoundCloud links underneath the interview on the uh, Self-Discovery for the Love of Music page will have all these uh, uh, SoundCloud links that people can click on so they can hear the group. But how would you describe the music of the trio? What would you Mm. call it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's also so difficult because, yeah, yeah, singer-songwriter is the first, like, common thing you can say about it. But it's it's more than that, that. It has a flavor of, what can you say, heart-centered nature mm, what can you call it uh, I don't think you call it spirituals I actually don't know what to call it but uh, okay. sing, sing a songwriter yeah, I think people should maybe just listen to okay. it <laughs> and it's uh, do Mark and Henrik sing with you or is it just you that sings 
I forced them to sing choir in one of them. <laughs> they are not really fond of it. <laughs> um, but you can listen to the one of the songs called The Song of the Roots or Rodana's Song. And um, there is like this call and response piece. And, and it, I just asked them because when we do this live, it's of course the audience who respond. Right. And it's so amazing to feel that energy of the room when people are yeah, responding mm-hmm. to your song, but it had to be in some way in the recording. So, right. Okay. So let's, <laughs> yeah. let's jump, let's talk about those four songs while we're talking about the song. So, uh, song of the roots, tell us, it's a, it's a call and response song. What else can you tell us about? Yeah. What is the song about the roots of course, and about also about acknowledging the, the ancestors, mm-hmm. uh, the people who came here before us and mm-hmm. all the, songwriters before us you know all that generation it's something that every time we have a concert we have a cover of an old song um to really honor the ones who've been before us Mm -hmm. and also it's an honor to my shamanic uh work the the workshops that i attended where I, i learned about those sacred songs those old ritual songs that connects us with spirit um and in this song of the roots um, it's kind of like Mother Earth singing to us, like, mm-hmm. all right, my daughter, listen, you know, <laughs> she tells mm-hmm. you, you, know, like, you should remember those old songs and you should sing them again because people really want to sing themselves back to who they truly are. Mm. Beautiful. Um, and I haven't asked you this yet. Do you compose entirely in Danish? No, but it's just, I don't know, we have, I'm sorry I cannot share with you now yet because we chose to to begin recording with the Danish songs, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's on English, in English too. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. we have a, a beautiful song called My Love For You, mm-hmm. and it's a love song to, to Mother Earth. Um, mm-hmm. And I think people can find it on YouTube, but it's really like not a good uh, quality, so that okay. I didn't kind of send it to you. Okay, so we won't, we won't include a link to it then. Okay, because I want you to feel comfortable about whatever you're saying. Okay, so that's Song of the Roots. Um, Mm -hmm. Pick another one. Yeah. Which one would you like to speak about next? All right. Um, Well, there's uh, the the one called Summer Fool. It means the butterfly. And uh, this is a bit of a darker song. And we included this on the first four tracks because we really like to, to express every like part of being a human, also the dark sides. Mm -hmm. And so this is about the butterfly in winter and how it closes its wings and it hides in the dust Mm -hmm. and, and how the birds are flying away and the apples, they fall and all that. But the, the clue in the song is that even though all this happens, there is this, this seed of gold, you know, if you follow the apple and it's decay and then it, what is left is the seed in the ground. And, and those seeds are the ones that are inside of me. That's what I'm seeing. Like, it's inside of me. And it, so it's kind of like, comf- it's a song who comforts me when it's really dark outside. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Initiation? Yeah. This is the song, one of the first ones I wrote, I think, because it's a song about, the shamanic path and how I began to see the signs in nature and actually literally like feathers just dropping in front of my feet 
Mm. And I was, I began to collect those and really believe that what I saw was what I saw and not just, you know, uh, saying, wow, this is, this is bullshit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So I began to, to really listen to the signs. So, So I wrote this song, uh, in Wilson, um, and it's about the wind and, and how it, it shows me direction. Mm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last but not least. <laughs> the last but not least. This is actually co-created with my partner, Mark. And so this is an old one. Actually, we did start writing songs when we first became partners. So it is, this is a, a song about being parents mm-hmm. it's called plumster to ban it means from flowers to berries and about that when two people meet <laughs> mm-hmm. and and it's just described you you don't know because it's in danish but it's really beautifully describes how um, how nature you know it's it describes like um can i just translate maybe a verse or something sure. for you yeah if i can let me see um the lake and the sun is mirroring themselves and uh, ice is melting a song for you it's spring in december and everything is melting the sand and the stone and the beach is revealing itself naked they lie there in front of me and there's a warmth in your face where roses are blooming i'm picking it all with my eyes and letting the summer come to me stuff like that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's about yeah, that falling in love and finding out that that two people can be three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um uh so tell us about the life of the trio and what you, what your where you're going, what you, what what your picture is, what your hope is, what your hopes and aspirations are for the trio. Yeah. Sure, I would love that. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, we made these 11 living room concert, and it was just amazing that really intense, intimate feeling you have mm-hmm. with people in a living room. It gets very, very warm and crowded, and they get very close to you. You don't have yeah. a microphone. It's very raw and real. Yeah. And uh, we want to continue with that, but we also want to do other stuff and have time for writing new songs and also we would like to experience how it would be to perform at festivals or other events that in some way celebrates nature because that is what I'm here you know I'm here to do I'm here to help people come back to nature that's Mm -hmm. kind of the the baseline Mm -hmm. or underneath everything that I do Mm -hmm. and so so we are looking into what, what possibilities we have, first of all, here in Denmark. But in long terms, you know, of course, we would love to travel around with our, with our music and really connect with this beautiful, amazing nature all over mm-hmm. the world. So I'm envisioning a world tour in which you're part of the time playing with the trio and uh, interspersing those events with, um, you know, in-person events where you're doing, you know, your version of Sundancer with people in other countries or maybe one-day workshops or weekend workshops or what have you, but interspersing mm-hmm. both of those. Um, exactly. You got it. You got it. <laughs> right, I'm just saying it out loud because I want to help create the vision with you. And <laughs> yeah. I, I want everyone listening to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. how could I help her do that? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, it's so beautiful because they're, they're already people, you know, saying, well, I have a place. You just come to Florida. You just come to, I've been invited to Panama. You know, so, so mm. there, are, there are a lot of people actually open for it. I think yeah. it's all about me allowing it to happen and, and yeah. getting out there. Um, so, yeah, it's always a balance, you know, between building your fundament and then when are you ready for the next step. And connecting the dots between experiences because it would be wonderful to be in Panama, but you know, how do I get there? How do I get back? What can I do on the way to Panama? Mm-hmm. You know, can is what I'm doing in Panama going to sustain me to mm-hmm. go to other places around Panama? All those questions yeah. start to come into this. Yeah. And again, you know, we're we're guided to to find those answers and find other people to help us connect the dots. That's, yes. Yeah. Now we have that beautiful woman that connected us. So <laughs> you yeah, just exactly. need to trust it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, yeah. The universe responding saying, oh, you want that? Great. Well, here. Here's someone <laughs> yeah. who can help you with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. and, so, and so Mark and uh, Henrik are interested in traveling as much as you are? <laughs> yeah i think so i don't know actually now, now you're mentioning it now you're mentioning i'm 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 the primal thing or primal what's it called like i'm the center of this yes. trio i'm i'm the one making the deals and and having the visions and so it's all around what i i kind of present to them you know like mm-hmm. uh and then they are they are so sweet they always say yeah that's a good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> Now you know we there's a there's a being we haven't spoken about and that's this being that you uh, you and Mark co-created in 2009. Let's hear yeah. about that being and <laughs> what that being is doing to the two of you and yeah oh well this beautiful boy came and his name's Yelda. It's mm-hmm. actually like an old name meaning something like um, oh what's it called in English where you have your sword. On the side, we put your sword into, I don't know what's it called, okay. never mind. But he's okay. kind of like a little warrior, so it, very, it fits his name mm. very good. Mm. Um, he's, a, he's a boy and he's uh, seven and a half. Uh, he goes to school and he's just like a really beautiful child with a lot of humor, a lot of rhythm, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, imagination and, and humor. Um, and I just, I, I love, I would love to have him, you know, with me around the world because mm-hmm. I see that in him too, mm-hmm. that he's, he's also like that traveler telling stories wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And what's he teaching you? Oh my God. Well, he was the, he was my first teacher in anger, actually. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that was a big lesson, becoming a mother and having a little small baby and suddenly I, I, I I felt what truly, what was anger and how to, you know, experience that. That's, that's a whole other story, but it wasn't something that I was told what to do with it. I was just getting, I was just sorry. If I felt that emotion, I was getting sorry, not angry. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden there comes a baby who won't do what I tell it to. And then, you know, really feeling like, uh, wow, this inner fire burning me up if I don't kind of come out with it. And, and so learning learning that side of me that was really uh, I think that it also opened up a lot in me actually mm-hmm. and my own power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you for asking oh you're welcome <laughs> and has he has he been a part of your uh, performing has he been a part of your rituals 
Yeah, I do. I do something with him. It's not. He's not like included in in some of my offers, like mm-hmm. in business terms yet. But I do mm-hmm. like to invite him, and sometimes he's open for it, and sometimes he just wants to play his own thing, like yeah. with his friends, right? Yeah. But but I do. I do make sure that I constantly speak about this world that I that I'm also living in because it's so different from whatever he experienced in school. Mm-hmm. No one talks. You know, I talk with the birds, and and for him, he in the beginning he was really always telling me, "No, Mama, you can't." Right? Uh-huh. He was like, but now he's just used to that. I'm, you know, he doesn't see me speak to birds, but I just keep telling him that I do speak to them, like mm-hmm. with my soul, mm-hmm. and as well as all that is living, and just to to so he's aware of that that that's also a possibility, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's very important, yeah, for me that it, that he knows it, and sometimes he's in for for a little uh, ritual about it can be like I made a fire ritual once with him, so he could let go of something that he didn't like, and mm-hmm. he could also wish something that he did he did like and he did want, and we planted them those wishes in the in the earth together. Mm-hmm. Have you sung together? Um. He he has been to our concerts, but we no not singing directly. We have been playing some piano mm-hmm. and uh, and jamming. Mm-hmm. We, he likes to drum and and play, and he's a very he's very fond of beats. He's mm-hmm. really like yeah, you can just put on a beat, and he he wants to play. So so mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> beautiful. Well, you had said before we. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Before we officially began today, you were talking about when I was saying, uh, "Do you have any examples of um, the sacred sound that you create?" And you said that if people sign up for your newsletter, that there's something that they can access—a free audio uh, that they can access. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Um, uh, if you go to um, Suzanne's website, sacred-songs.com/newsletter. You can sign up for the newsletter, and when you do that, you will get the free audio. And I, I bring this up because I want people to know about your newsletter, but also I wanted, uh, I asked, I had asked you if you have any examples of yourself singing, and you said there will be that free audio. And I thought, well, gee, why don't we create some sound today? <laughs> and you said yeah. yes, as long as I said yes too. And I, <laughs> I am saying yes again, and I'm saying let's let let this be the moment where we have yeah. that so that people can get a little taste of you in real time. Yeah. Should you just say a little bit about what the sure. audio is about? Yeah. So I included this audio because I want to introduce people to how to connect with their chakra energies and how to how different the energies are. And it's very, very easy to hear when I then I sing what comes out when I connect with different chakras and, and just to really, that people can feel how how different it is and and I do that because what I really really want is for people to accept who they are and to embrace all that they are and I just feel like it's it's an issue for many many people that they feel like the split energy between a lot of different things oh I want this but I also want this and this is in another direction and how can I embrace this well we are all of it and we are like 
the dark and the deep as well as the high and the light and we are the love and we are the you know we are everything and just when I found out that I I could communicate with all those different parts of me through the chakras I was like wow it was just like feeling so whole and so like yeah I would love for people to it, it's an act of self-love, I feel. It's like mm-hmm. really accepting all that you are, all the colors of your rainbow, if you can say. Yeah. You and can. so that is important. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> so that is an audio. And yeah, so what I, I thought was a, a great way to end our little conversation, or mm-hmm. my, me, mostly me speaking, uh, <laughs> was uh, something that I also do with uh, with the sun dancers um, every time we have uh, an online gathering. So we, we kind of close the, the space that we have been in by making a spontaneous sound. And it's a sound of, it can be, we can find like, a, if you want a keyword, it can be a sound of gratitude. Or it can be um, a sound. Yeah, but I think just gratitude came to me. So maybe that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Just focus on gratitude and then make whatever sound comes. And we don't kind of look at the watch and say, wow, it has to be one minute or something. It just ends when it ends and then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Are you in for that? You bet. Oh, Completely. <laughs> okay. So whatever comes and it doesn't need to harmonize or anything. Okay. It just... Transcontinental, uh, transatlantic <laughs> concert, transatlantic <laughs> music moment. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh-huh. I just love how uh, how the heart just wants to say something. It's it's so nice. Yeah. Well, Suzanne, I can't thank you enough. I, this has just been a very very sweet experience. Did did we? Oh, wait a minute. I was going to say, is there anything that we haven't spoken about? There is. Uh, the name, the English name of the trio is Between the Trees. Please say in beautiful Danish what the name of the trio is. Mellem Træerne. 
Mellem Tränen, ja. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I will be including not only your website and the link to uh, your newsletter, but I will also be including the link, the SoundCloud link to the trio, as well as the Facebook page to the trio for people who would like to um, learn more about them and, and hear more of their music. Thank um, you. You're very, very welcome. Uh, aside from that, is there anything else that, that we haven't yet said which you really want to make sure gets included in this moment? Mm, yeah, I would like to invite, you know, this is, I'm sorry, but this is only for women, <laughs> but we have this for Facebook now. group. For now. For it's now. Only for, <laughs> for wild women, we have a group on Facebook, so if you can include the link for wild women celebrating ritual group, it's a long name, but, but we have a lot of sisters there and all over the world, and it's a beautiful way to connect and um They are well, very, very welcome, and uh, I'm sure to let you know in the future when I do something for guys, too. <laughs> Excellent. So, w one more time, the Facebook group is called Wild Women Celebrating Ritual? Ritual group, yeah. Okay. That's a long one. Mm -hmm. And is it uh, women, W-O-M-E-N? Uh, well, men, with, oh. it's like a single woman. Yeah, okay. Woman, okay. wild single woman. woman. Okay, mm -hmm. wild women celebrating ritual group. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure to include that, too. Wonderful. Thank you. Suzanne, you are, uh, you're just uh, a gift, and I, I've been smiling all the way through this, this <laughs> interview. I, just, I feel truly blessed to have connected with you again, Sandra Lamb. Thank you so much for being the, uh, the vehicle through which Suzanne and I met. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Suzanne, for everything you do in and for the world. I'm excited about everything that you're doing, and I see it blossoming way beyond the borders of Denmark. And... Uh, Yeah, I'm excited about your evolution, and I look forward to hearing more about you in the days, weeks, uh, months, mm. months, years ahead. And I and I look forward to making music with you in person. That would be exquisite. Well, thank you, Nathan. It was been a true pleasure, pleasure, and it actually really uh, I, I loved being invited into your very very comfortable uh, space you have here. Like it's very rooted. It thank feels you. totally safe. Um, so thank you and, and good luck with your future interviews my great pleasure my great pleasure I'm, I'm, I, look, I really enjoy doing this it, it feels good for me I enjoy celebrating whom I interview and I know that it's just going to go out and touch the hearts of many many people so yeah. yay all around and yeah you'll mm -hmm. be able to use this interview to uh, you know to put on your website in the future and to help people learn more about you too so I'm happy about that so. cool So thank you once again, Suzanne, and love and blessings to you for listening. Uh, dear listeners, wherever you may be, whenever you may be, whether you're listening to this when it first goes online or sometime down the road, I hope that this, uh, this interview feeds you deeply and helps you in your, your journey. So love and blessings to you all. And I look forward to seeing you on the next, uh, the next For the Love of Music show, which will be uh, a week from now. Bye. Alting er her under dine barter Hør jeg kalder Kom min datter Alt du søger findes her Dine rødder rækker tilbage til Den første morgensol 
dine fødder Hør de fortælle om den kraft, der skabte Skatte sange fra de dybe lag Syng dem dig, min datter Klæde mig den nye dag Ved min datter, denne skat er viser værd At værne om folk vil komme Ønske at synge sig tilbage fra hvor de kan. Yeah, yeah. Hør vi kalder, hør vi Yeah, yeah, yeah.